0: christmas and come back soon hey boss you know the christmas baking contest you're always talking about Uh Mm uh-huh the royal family of belgravia invites you to compete in our christmas baking competition can you believe it it's the nutcracker christmas is a magical time of year i just wish i had someone to spend it with christmas wishes have been known to come true Oh, I am so sorry. No problem. <sighs> Who are you? Lady Margaret Delacourt, Duchess Montanaro. Stacey DeNovo. I think we were destined to run into each other. I'm supposed to marry Prince Edward on New Year's Day. But I hate being in the spotlight. I want to get to know what it's like to be a normal girl. I want to switch places with you. Switch places? I've become you and you. Become me. Get out. It will only be for two days. No one would even notice. Stacey De novo. How's it hanging? How's it hanging? A bit much, is it? <laughs> I suppose it's time, if you say so. Ah, oh, there you are. Here I am.
1: I'm determined to spend
2: as much time together as we can over the next few days.
0: How smashing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. Breakfast is ready. You never burn anything. Oh. I guess I'm a bit nervous with the big contest coming up. She moves, she shakes, Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> She's Whoa. Oh. 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 Are you all right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Keep a close eye on the Duchess. She seems, um, different. <laughs> oh, uh, terribly sorry. That wasn't very dignified. It's all right. Quite liked it, actually. Christmas should be about love. I've never seen you so sentimental. Maybe you don't know me that well. (sighs) I didn't think things would get so complicated. So, what do we do? (laughs) I don't know if I can keep this up. Everything okay? Yep.
2: I'm great. All right, welcome to the penultimate stocking stuffer of the year. This is episode lucky number 13, the second to last. And it is uh, the last uh, last episode as a pair, if you will. Um, now, this is not a guest star. This is the... Um, what would you call it permanent roommate who's been subletting her position <laughs> mm-hmm. at the recording booth if you will i'm emily and with me today is none other than christine
1: hi yeah so if you're for some reason a christine purist <laughs> which i mean i get that 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 but exists they're out there. it doesn't it does. but like honestly go back and listen to the episodes um with guests and stuff because i was genuinely surprised who was on this podcast <laughs> oh and there's more coming and, like Oh my gosh, and like super jazzed. Mm. So like, do it because yeah, it's. It, it, I mean, have
2: fun. I I really did treat it this year as if I was hosting my own Christmas special, and you know there was a knock at the door and there was somebody caroling and oh my god, it's Jason or you know it was it was I treated it as these are special guest stars who I'm bringing in and they get their own little intro in the in the opening. I wish in hindsight I could go back and do like a whole production number like Pee Wee's Christmas special to introduce Mm. all of my guest stars. But you know, next year, next year is another year, right? It's very exciting. Yes. So
1: I've been excited to listen to ones that I'm not on, which is something that I do. (laughs) If I'm on it, skip. But (laughs) ones that I'm not on, I I will listen to. Um, And I, and I'll say, um, how have you felt about the movies you've watched this year? Um, up and down. I think
2: we have not had the same. Um, I, I think the the to me the most disappointing thing is when they're mediocre.
1: Mm-hmm. And there I've, doesn't seem to be like the high highs right. and the low lows. <laughs> yeah, and that's been this season
2: as a whole. Is there? It's been a lot of middling stuff. Mm-hmm. um there are because at the time we're recording this I obviously haven't released everything yet uh and there is at least one that's just like terrible Oof. but really fun to talk about so that's going to be out soon and then there's like another kind of really mediocre one um but then we're going to end on a high note I promise you that we're going to end with oh, an that's exciting, exciting
1: one. nutcracker 3d
2: <laughs> oh I I mean what you know what why are we even talking about a princess switch today? Why don't we just pause everything? No, pull up the Nutcracker in 3D, watch it in 2D, and then talk about that one.
1: Please, we no. can do it. We
2: can do it. I really, if on my tombstone, uh, if I have a tombstone, I don't really need one. I don't want to be buried. I want to be donated to science. But if I get a tombstone, uh, I want it to say like Emily and Travia, 1982 to 2000 and. Uh, 97 yep. uh, you know loving <laughs> wife and aunt and friend and sister and cat mother uh, and bringer of Nutcracker in 3d to mm-hmm. people that uh, deserved it or
1: didn't deserve I'm it. just I'm just gonna erect a huge monument of yes. like just trust like,
2: hair in that
1: movie. Oh I or, uh, one of the disturbing things from that movie <laughs> yeah. and just put your name on it and people will be like I don't get it. And then and then they'll like be forced to go
2: investigate and then that will have them watch The Nutcracker, The Untold Story and it will all be good. Oh, that movie! That's such a good one. But yeah, overall, it's been a um, more muted year, I think. Yeah. So yeah, seems um, that way. Yeah, and I, I would say, I mean, maybe not to spoil anything, and I don't know, maybe you felt differently, but I think the movie we're covering today is kind of a perfect example of that.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about we're talking about Princess Switching, um, the Vanessa Hudgens movie. On it's not just on Netflix, right? It it's is like on that.
2: Ne- yeah, it's a Netflix original right. from 2018.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. It's all right here in the title. Yeah, I mean, you, you
2: get it. There's a princess and there's a not-princess. Not only is there a not-princess, but she's a baker, so it is everything you need. If you're playing bingo with this movie, you're you're done mm-hmm. right there. Um, and what do you know, for reasons that are vaguely explained by um, a common cousin, they look exactly
1: alike, like perfectly alike. Like- same weight, same tone. And that's the, the same thing. Same skin tone. Right? Yeah, like I think that if I had a relative that that lived a completely different life, like if I was a baker and they were like a monarch, and like we lived in different parts of the world, and like I, like maybe I do Pilates and she, you know, is a weightlifter. Yeah. We look different. <laughs> Well, and we're I not going to be carving copies of the same person.
2: Exactly, and not even to mention like this is a movie that has Vanessa Hudgens playing a baker, how and apparently a very good baker, which is unbelievable because she has clearly never even sampled anything she bakes. Look,
1: I have a big problem with some of the baking in this movie, but <sighs> I, I I digress. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, we should, I guess, go through the plot of it. So yeah. Uh, what is, what is it? Stacy is the baker in Chicago yep. Yep. and Stacy is like, doesn't take chances and lives a very boring life as a baker. And the only like friend she has or only person in her life is her best friend slash sous chef, Kevin. And Kevin has a precocious little daughter named Olivia. And Kevin had entered them into a baking competition <laughs> in yep. that is hosted every year in the country of
1: Belgravia. I think Uh, I think think that's right yeah
2: you know one of these fictional European countries where everybody is British. as you do do. yes this is by the way the third um, fictional European country where everybody is British movie of this year that I've covered oh wow! second one by Netflix Uh, so they go to Belgravia for the baking competition and what do you know not only is Stacy a successful baker but she has a doppelganger named Lady Margaret who Mm -hmm. is a duchess of a, what is her country's name? Like, Mondavi, like, what's that, um, that, like cheap wine is like Robert Mondavi Like like she's from like Mondavia or something Right? Mondovia or Monduvia?
1: something like that? Yeah, something. I can't it, it sounds well, very I, didn't,
2: much... I didn't take notes I did, but I didn't take them well <laughs> It sounds like a cross between the country From a Princess Diaries And the country that was in Once Upon a Holiday From like four years ago uh, Which had a really similar sounding Fake European name So mm. Princess Margaret is supposed to marry Uh prince edward prince prince edward right yeah
1: yeah probably yeah something
2: like that because like and she's basically like princess die-esque you know has been raised to be a duchess and to marry somebody important and um the problem is like it's an arranged marriage they don't really know each other they've only met once or twice and uh stacy has never like or i'm sorry lady margaret's never what gotten to be normal
1: i guess like she's just like i want to i think she says something about like this is going to be, like, my country, and I want to walk among the people. Okay. Or some, some such shit. So she, which all of this seems very nefarious as it's beginning. Like, she seems like she's got something up her sleeve. Yeah, like she's and actually going like, to
2: drug mule Stacy or right?
1: something. I have, have expect her to, like, like clubber over the head. <gasps> Ooh, and, like, God, I, wish I, I don't know. It movie. felt very, like, very, I don't know, dark. It, there was, like, weird... Delivery issues Mm -hmm. with um, Vanessa Hudgens and like Vanessa Hudgens has like, well, Monarch Vanessa Hudgens has like um, a British
2: accent, kind of.
1: Oh well, I have so much to say about that, (laughs) but she has like this lady with this lady in waiting. Yeah, and the lady also seemed like she was gonna murder Baker <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens and like eat her. It Ooh, was such just like, this wear like her
2: face. Yeah,
1: it was like a really weird like. But I mean, <gasps> sh- oh my god, this could have gone down a I route know.
2: where you had like a princess die body swap. You know, how some people say Princess Di didn't die in that car. Yes. Right.
1: Yeah. And Zach even said this. Sometimes this feels like face off. <laughs> because it, like it had this weird tone to it, but the, that that's not enough to get you to watch this movie. Don't I'm not recommending right, it at right, all. Right, yeah, just like because overselling it by somebody, a lot. No, yeah, just because somebody sometimes somebody seems untrustworthy doesn't mean that this is like an interesting subversive film that you should look <laughs> at because it's not. No,
2: by no means. So they switch places. Um, Stacy as Lady Margaret ends up kind of falling for the prince. <laughs> and Lady Margaret, as Stacy, ends up falling for Kevin. Yep. And in the course of two days, now two two days—that is forty-eight hours—and not all. I those... mean,
1: max forty-eight hours max, because yeah. they went back to like each other's lives to sleep. On, at midnight. Yeah,
2: yep. yeah. But in the, that time, in those two days, both of these women fall madly in love with these two men. Who fall madly in love with them And I Look I get that there are like Really intense Romantic things That can happen But What are the odds What are the odds Christine Well
1: I would say that The, the gentleman Falling in love With the ladies Isn't as surprising Because Ooh. they Think they know them already Yes
2: That's a very good point Yeah <laughs> But right. the
1: ladies Don't know them at all yes. And I will say That this prince Was much more handsome Than the men In these movies Tend to be so I'm not mad at her Okay Um,
2: I, I mean I found I don't know just, That's the other big, Biggest problem Of the season for me Um, I was doing like A best of list And I realized I'm like wow Not a single love interest In these movies Really did anything for me Like none of them Are my type They're always like Very kind of pretty boys Yeah But like e- And even in this one Like yeah, I mean, Edward Sam Pal, Palladio is attractive. Uh, Nick Sager as Kevin is attractive with weird hair. But neither one of them. Nope for me. Nope. Mm-hmm. No,
1: no I, to- I totally agree. But, like, I was like, he's not that bad. And usually, like, I want to throw him out a window. Mm. Okay. But, like, like he was okay. I don't know. This movie is, as strange as it is, it's very boring and middling. <laughs>
2: It is one of the safest movies I have ever seen in my life. And as somebody who's watched a lot of Hallmark Christmas movies, that does say something.
1: It It's like, I, I called, there were a couple things that I'm not, like, patting myself on the back here, that, like, I completely called. Yeah. and And, like... But the, but I I shouldn't I shouldn't be spotting them from the the second the credits right. come up. Yep. Like it shouldn't be that obvious. And I also didn't really like. <laughs> look at me saying things I didn't like about this movie. I thought it was unnecessary to have like, like I get that the baking challenge was like the um, the catalyst to get her there. Right. But I didn't really understand why she had to have some kind of rivalry. <laughs> With another baker,
2: yeah, yeah. So this movie is a little bit longer than your average Hallmark movie. This one clocks in at 100 minutes, which does go on too long. I think this yeah. that movie has pacing issues. And look, I I was happy to have a villain because so few of these movies this year have had villains. And I'm simple. I like to have somebody that the movie wants me to hate on screen because I find it amusing. But nothing is done with it. And the same with the prince's man-in-waiting, his, like, whatever assistant servant, is set up as a villain because he's there and he's suspicious and he doesn't seem to trust anybody Mm -hmm. or, like, want to trust anybody. And you're like, oh, he's going to get his comeuppance. But instead, like, he just changes his mind and at the end of the movie is smiling and cheering on love like everybody else without any
1: arc. Well – it's funny you mention that because I felt the same way about the prince's dad, which I guess would be the king. He, mm. for a minute, seemed like he was going to be trouble, yep. and then he was like, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, it's cool. I was, oh, okay. Who cares about easy. this peace
2: treaty that we brokered with this neighboring country uh, that probably involved a lot of paperwork and meetings to marry our son off to, you know, uh, the Duke's daughter there. No, who cares? Yeah, marry the baker from yeah. Chicago. She's cute.
1: Uh, I thought they were going to do like a big reveal. I gave, maybe I gave it too much credit plot-wise, but I thought because there was that brief discussion at the beginning of like why do we look so much alike? Oh, we have this distant relative in in common. I thought that that like maybe the lady the mm, the lady that lady knew that they switched, yeah, that maybe she was like
2: Oh, and now, like, you're actually my daughter or something. No, no, or, like,
1: oh. F- found, like oh, no, I found out you, she's royalty, too. Oh, yeah. And then, like, oh, so it, well, the arranged marriage still stands, oh, kind of Oh, yeah, I, yeah. But, like, but I no, guess it's just, no. love was the most important thing. Well, and we
2: even have, like, a magical sprite in this movie, right? We have, like, the Rowan atkinson as. It's... Explain that to me. I can't, Christine, and I've watched a lot of these movies, and I can't tell you what's going on there. There is a character, uh, Kindly Man is how he is credited in this movie, played by Robin Stones. Kindly Man, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, and he shows up in the beginning as... um. Okay, oh well like as a uh what is he like he's, a bell ringer. Yeah he's a bell ringer, then he's a yeah. janitor, then he's a stocking seller, then and he's always like sort of giving like little nudges to characters to, you know, get to each other, but he and he is magical. I think he does something magical, maybe, I don't know. But there's no explanation of why he's
1: there. Is he a guardian angel? Is he Santa Claus? Is he an elf? I don't know. The movie doesn't tell me. No, and he just It's not even like he's there at the end, at like the wedding, to be like, wink, wink, I helped in this, he just disappears, it's so weird. All I needed at the end was like him walking away
2: to the next country and looking at the camera and giving me a wink, and I don't even get that.
1: Who was this man? Yeah, it's weird. He was it's like it's kinda cool that like it was a a reoccurring character that the second he wasn't on screen you'd forget about, so when he showed Mm. back up you'd be like, Oh this guy, guy, yeah. But they they could have at least like put a button on it. And it could have been
2: cute. Like it could (laughs) have genuinely just been like him at the end he disappears or just like like Rowan Atkinson in Love actually. I'm going by that. Where you have this character that I think in the original script is supposed to have like at the end disappeared and been magical. But instead like he just shows up, I think like twice in the movie and just sort of does this tiny little thing that nudges characters together. But even like in this, like he doesn't really even do that. It's just such an afterthought that clearly he, something was meant there that they just forgot about by the time they like sent to the final reel off to Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah, It's weird. Very weird. Uh, all right. So should we just delve now into the tropes?
1: Yeah let's do it okay. I for- always forget your list So I'm oh, curious okay. to I'll, see I'll go
2: through it. Uh, This was <laughs> by the way directed by Mike Roll Who's done a lot of Lifetime TV stuff Most notably to me he directed the Made for Lifetime My Sweet Audrina Adaptation from a few mm, years ago yes, Which was pretty bonkers and like fun and stupid And uh, more interesting than this Okay our lead in need of a lesson
1: So what we have yes. you
2: know double the fun Both of them
1: mm. uh, You know what all of them <laughs> She, her, Duchess Her, um, Baker Her, and the Prince all need lessons. Yes. What What would you say those lessons are? Well, Baker Her needs to just cut loose. Go with the and, flow. And Duchess Her needs to realize that sometimes you have to shirk your duties Ooh, to have a good life. Yeah. And then the Prince guy needs to learn how to wrap a Christmas present. Um, right?
2: That's his work. I think so. Yeah. And in fairness, I mean, look – Uh, Did I ever tell you about the only job in my life I've ever been sort of fired from
1: I don't think so was it wrapping presents Yes for check I, I honestly think I would remember this. <laughs>
2: so, in high school, I was like volunteering. I think it was for the National Honor Society or something nerdy. And the volunteering was done at the the mall where uh, they had a gift wrapping station. And basically, it was like people could come and it was suggested donation. And here, have somebody wrap, have a yep. high school student wrap your presents for you. And I'm all there, like I'm ready to do good and the money's going to a good place. And I'm there. And the very first presents handed to me. And it's a perfectly square box, which I think is the hardest thing in the world to wrap and I wrap it and I think I do an okay job and I give it to the woman who's supposed to give it to the customer and she looks at it and then she looks at me and she looks back at it and then she looks at the man waiting for his present and says to him sir your present is finished but um would you like me to rewrap this for you oh, I'm standing what? right there I'm like I'm just suddenly like I'm standing up straight And then my shoulders just slump. And I hear the guy who clearly was just like Doing Christmas shopping for his family And was like oh yeah charity fine And he's like no well, it's fine She's like sir are you sure And he's like nah I really don't care it's fine thank you And she turns to me as he walks away And like puts her hands together And looks at me and says Okay Emily why don't we start you on making bows so then I get demoted to the bow-making station, which is very hard. I don't uh, really understand honestly, what I'm doing. Honestly, that's harder, right? It's so much harder. Yeah. I try. I probably, like, cut my finger and bled all over wrapping paper or something. So after a few attempts at that, she says to me, Emily, you know, I really think you've done great today. Uh, I think we have all the help we need. Why don't you go enjoy the mall?" Yeah, I got fired from a volunteering gift-wrapping job. Only time I've ever that's... been fired in my life. So what all this goes to say that I understand
1: – do you understand his yes, plight. I do. I do. I think it's okay.
2: Now, what did you think of Vanessa Hudgens? Because you're a Vanessa Hudgens super fan, right?
1: <laughs> ha! Um, I've I've seen so. I've you seen think your you tattoo. <laughs> she's a judge on So You Think You Can Dance, mm. and she's also in the High School Musical movies, uh, and so Zac Efron. So I've never found her as charming and charismatic as other people, mm. but like I want to.
2: Yeah, I never thought much of her, in part because of High School Musical. And I actually really enjoy – I've only seen the first two. I love those movies, but I think she is kind of the weak Mm -hmm. link in them. She's very bland. I mean, she's gorgeous, and you could see why she would be cast. But Zac Efron's great in the – you could see him Mm -hmm. being he's a star. Ashley Tisdale is the best thing in those movies. And so I've always found her very underwhelming. Um, I did – uh she rose in my estimation when she did Grease Live. I thought she was wonderful. Oh
1: yeah, I she was about the best that. thing
2: in it. And it was also like kind of kind of a like sad story because her dad passed away that like the day of, and she really was the best thing in that. And she's in the Foxes doing Rent Live, and I'm like, oh, okay, and she's playing Maureen. So I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. good casting. That's maybe this is what she can do. So I was disappointed that she was so blah in,
1: in this. She she is, but let me let me i know we're getting tangential but i did just want to bring this up there was a thing that she did and i don't know if she was doing it on purpose so i will say that i didn't mind her her british accent at all i i thought it was fine i thought she did a fine job with it yeah i mean it's
2: it's it's movie british so sure
1: yeah like it was fine she was consistent but what i thought was interesting now try to follow me here Mm -hmm. when she was when when margaret was actually stacy Sometimes it sounded like a person trying to do an American, a British person trying to do an American accent. Mm, okay. Isn't that weird? Why would she, like, is it, was, do you think that was a choice? Or well, do you you're think saying when Margaret is playing
2: American, it sounded like she was putting on an accent.
1: Yes, yeah, she didn't yeah. sound like Stacy.
2: Which Wait, I think is good. I, I, did she
1: did she make a choice? I'm sure she did. Like that. I mean, I that's... will say that that was the best part of this movie for me. <laughs> yeah, because I think I mean she is
2: playing a character who is pretending to be a character. So, but that's she, she fucking, should have sounded that's different. diabolical. <laughs> I mean it's it's a I think a good choice for an actor to make and to pull off. So I guess I can give her a little more credit than I was going to
1: give. But her. like sometimes they you would you would like Stacey real St- Stacy Prime would have been talking and then you would go to a scene and that would be Margaret p- pretending to be Stacy. Mm, yes. And it would sound like she sometimes would have this little hint of like an accent come out or she'd say a word weird. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is neat. What's happening here? <laughs> I like it.
2: I, I like that. She, I, I think that's a good choice.
1: I If that's what she was doing on purpose, yeah. then, then i really enjoyed it. I'll write her a letter. Let her and know. she does look I mean,
2: she's very pretty. Princess Margaret's, like, wardrobe, which is very Princess Diana, Meghan Markle, Mm -hmm, all that. Like, they were some cute little uh, ensembles, I thought. Although, then she wears the same one two days in a row, which seems very wrong for a princess to be.
1: No, it was weird. The outfit that they played Twister in, I really liked her shoes. That being Mm -hmm. said, it, it was, like... I'm supposed to believe it was cold because there was snow everywhere. Oh. She needed something on her legs, yeah. especially because she was reading to children. And like,
2: riding in a carriage, right? Like, yeah, she gets, like They she go was- on a Christmas carriage and it is snowing outside and she is not wearing any pantyhose.
1: I just need something to cover that delicate flesh. Yes, for I, agree. I agree. It was very cold outside. Or it wasn't, because no, you could yeah. never see anybody's breath. I don't know. Well, that brings us to
2: number two, which is our setting. And in this case, it is essentially a magical winter wonderland, fictional European country. And the most magical part about it is the weather situation, right? Yep. Because even... It's, like, it seems
1: positively balmy but right. there's snow everywhere well
2: and it's snowing outside and she is in a strapless dress and goes and sits oh. outside in the was that a heated gazebo <laughs> yes it's, it's one of those centrally heated gazebos. i guess so hey when you're a country as wealthy as bulgravia i guess you can afford such things uh this and also of course we had chicago and we know stacy is from chicago because she wears a hat that says chicago yep yeah like, right now, you're wearing a baseball hat that says Seattle, right? Yeah, that's how yeah. I know. That's how I don't get confused. Yeah, my podcasting hat says New York City, just just in case we ever, in case you and I ever princess swatch, switch, body swap, princess switch, we'll know where we all who we are based on our labeled hat, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, so number three, our bland love interest. So we have two. I found them both pretty bland.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like I said I was I was I was mildly charmed probably because I was grasping for anything sure. by the prince mm-hmm. but yeah they were bland as fuck.
2: So what did you think of um of the sous chef Kevin?
1: I thought he was fine. I didn't think that him or his daughter were anything more than stock characters yeah. in one of these movies, which was a bummer because like the little actress seemed great, but they didn't Agreed. give her anything. Like, yeah. oh, she's going to be the one that, that knows that they switched. But then that doesn't pay off at all. No,
2: no. Yeah, agreed. I thought the the actor was appealing, I think. um, You know, again, I've watched enough of these where some of them, some of the guys just have a good presence here and some don't. And yeah. I thought like, oh, I liked him. I liked, you know, he was black, which, again, we don't get often in these movies. But, again, just there's nothing there, which is kind of disappointing. Um, number four, the montage Uh, We did have a montage. It was a practicing trading places montage.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I forgot about the montage. Yeah. Where
2: where we have to see them both, like, try to be each other together. And I kind of like that. Uh, It it was goofy. It was goofy. Yeah. Uh, Dead parents. We do have dead parents.
1: We definitely do. Mm -hmm.
2: Duchess's parents are dead. And they taught her about duty. And now she's all stuck on duty because of her dead parents. Yep. Uh, number six the sassy sidekick um well I guess our lady I' gonna. yeah and and the little girl mm-hmm. yeah she she, was you're like, ch- she very much serves that part
1: yeah she because she knows she's in on it mm-hmm. and she is like I don't know giving her looks and uh, if but even she didn't do that. that yeah, well. she
2: didn't get enough to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. know. I'm with you. I don't know, but I I would say that qualifies. Yeah. yeah have yeah. we picked them all so far then?
2: Uh, not yet. There's there's three more that we have to go. Okay, four more.
1: But so far we've hit all of them. So
2: far we got everything. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, he...
1: this is major.
2: Cool. Because the next is the evil woman or evil boss character, and we do have an evil woman.
1: We do have an evil... They must have seen your list I and gone like. They Let's were like, you know, put in here that just, this movie doesn't need. Yeah, we just
2: need like three minutes in total of screen time for her. We're going to establish her as a rival. Then we're going to have her try to sabotage Stacy, and that's it. And there's no comeuppance, right? Nope. Like she wins second place. She doesn't win the baking competition. Instead, Stacy does, but yeah, no, no, anything. So she she dies alone. I don't I, know. Maybe I don't know. She chokes on her silver medal. Who knows? Uh, number eight, slapstick. So, there's not a lot, but there's a very key moment that really bothered me. And maybe this will tie into what you said about this movie not really, like, understanding baking very well. Um, At the beginning, when it's, like, uh, when they're getting ready for the – comp, or, like, they get to the competition, like, two days before the competition because they're supposed to, like, set up their station and make sure everything's okay. And – what's her name? So evil woman ends up like spilling something purposely Mm -hmm. on Stacy's apron and aprons. And Stacy's like, Oh, I have to go change and clean off. It's an apron. Isn't that the point of an apron? I
1: I said the same thing. I said the same thing. And then I have so many things to say about this apron. And then the stain just kept moving around it. like It was really high. And then it wasn't. She also didn't react like somebody had poured no. um, boiling hot liquid on her. No. She very much was just more concerned about the staining. But again, it's an apron. Also, it was then like, I have to go get a new apron. But at the end of the baking competition, everybody's aprons coordinated to their um chef's coats that had like a little bit of colored trim Mm. so did she originally have a pink coat like that because she has a blue apron with a blue jacket that bothered me more than it should
2: oh i can understand all of these things uh i was just bothered by like it's like oh my napkin is dirty hand me another napkin so i can clean my napkin and then use my napkin that's not what the purpose of it is
1: i mean yes she i i didn't i thought that same thing i said that same thing like but 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 it's an apron. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't seem like it spilled outside of the apron no, no. area either. It was perfectly
2: on the apron. Uh, so that was very frustrating. Yes.
1: Uh, number nine, our
2: sage old person. Um, yes! yes, yes. This
1: guy, this yes, mystery guy. man, this
2: little elfin creature. Who just floats around oh, I... Belgravia doing charming things,
1: oh, and he's in Chicago too. That's one of my favorite lines, so he's in Chicago, and he gives like um Baker Vanessa Hudgens some like sage words of wisdom, and she's like, mm, yes, mm hmm. and then she goes to Belgravia and sees him again, and she's like, "Didn't I just see you in Chicago?" and he's like, "Me in Chicago. <laughs> How is that possible?" She was just in Chicago, and now she's here. Why wouldn't that be possible? She got on a fucking plane.
2: Maybe he doesn't have a passport, so he was like, no, I, I couldn't have been in Chicago. Don't tell the authorities I was in
1: Chicago. What a, what a weird stance to take. It didn't make
2: any sense, no. Like,
1: oh, no, I've never actually been to the States. Great. Perfect. Yeah. Don't make it be like this <laughs> is crazy weird. idea. Nobody's ever
2: come from Chicago to Bulgaria.
1: What? <laughs> she did. <laughs> yes. Weird.
2: That's a very good point. Uh, we also have um, the this, this sassy sidekick, Margaret's uh, lady-in-waiting, kind of serves this part, too, because she does give some important, like, because Margaret's whole thing is like, duty. I have, I have a duty to the prince. And her assistant, whatever, is like, well, the crest doesn't say anything about duty, does it? So yeah, you know. And then the queen. You want to talk about the queen?
1: Oh, I don't necessarily understand her. I don't
2: either. I got excited because I'm like, oh, another good queen. Like another, like kind of like style. First of all, stylish. Like I, I liked her look. Like she looked like mm-hmm, a queen. Mm-hmm. And coming off of Alice Krieg in the print, in the royal princess, princess Chris. Prince, Christmas, Christmas Prince movies. I'm like, oh, okay, I like this like trope that we're going to keep having of like a classy queen. Mm-hmm. And she finds out about the, you know, um, body swap thingy. And rather than like talk to her son about it or talk to the king about it or do anything about it, she just kind of then is like, you know what? Deal with it. I'm going to make sure that you have to face this publicly in front of the whole kingdom. But I think she does it for a good reason. Like, I think it's like, oh, because I can tell that by f- by learning the truth everything will be okay but there's
1: no it was it We're... was a strange choice yeah because she didn't she she seemed to be supportive she
2: was seemed supportive but didn't get to express that in any shape or form
1: yeah it was just maybe maybe that would have been helpful for her I think to just so. be like quietly supportive yeah
2: or or just don't even bother with the king and queen and just have it be the magical elf dude mm-hmm. because it just doesn't make sense because like ultimately what they did is pretty fucked up right
1: i think so it it doesn't it's not the best way to go about something yeah
2: like and i guess it's kind of on one hand almost refreshing that the men aren't like i can't believe you did that to me because you get that in a lot of these movies of men overreacting to things women do (laughs) but at the same time it's also like Okay so um I, there's no like the country is kind of embarrassed cuz this happened on public TV like nothing it,
1: it it like it really was strange it's strange that no one seemed to has have reservations i i did kind of think it was interesting that it seemed like the conversation happened off screen. Yeah. Wasn't it just kind of like, yeah, well, you know, we all know now. I, I like, guess. Oh, oh, okay. And everybody's cool. Yeah. yeah everybody's and then one cool year later, it.
2: there's a wedding and it's all good.
1: It's fun. Like, okay. I mean, I have to take it at face value. Right. Cause like, I have no other, I have literally no other choice. This movie <laughs> told me that this is what happened, but it's weird. It's weird that they, 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 they like, like twist in the middle of a baking competition like if I was a contestant I'd be pissed like is... this is the baking competition also there's like there's whole questions about like um how people I know that the whole so you might be wondering how did people not realize that this is a duchess how did they not realize that she switched with somebody they all know what she looks like I mean we know well, what no, I guess isn't that it they say Pippa that Middleton kind of like nobody Middleton knew knows... But they that she was camera shy still. Yeah. She went to an I know we only had 2 days but still nobody was snapping pictures. Yeah. She was at an orphanage. There are 37 people store. in this country. Not one of them recognized her. It was just that was just weird. I don't know. I'm being picky at this point. Yeah. Is is there another thing on the list uh, well, Santa Claus I...
2: which I we don't have and I assumed the magical kindly old Magic man, man was going to prove to be Santa yeah. Claus but nope. Nope, not at
1: all. So we have a a very um, explicit mention of Santa Claus. True, yes. Uh, So Duchess Vanessa Hudgens and uh, Kevin, yeah, that's right, are sitting down to watch a Christmas movie, and she's like, they're like, what kind of movie? Anything with Santa. They all have Santa. Great. Adorable. Then- what happened was what i could only imagine people seeing inception how they felt they show the fucking tv they're picking out a movie on Mm -hmm. and it's got netflix on it people with like you nailed it is on there and that christmas prince movie and i was like what the fuck just happened and i made zach rewind it so we were in a wormhole like, like I just got incepted. I'm watching Netflix inside Netflix. Well, the
2: now this is the third Netflix movie that I did this year. All three of them do that. So, um, a, a Christmas <gasps> Chronicle has a character watching Stranger Things. Shut your mouth. And a Christmas Prince Royal Wedding has a character sadly flipping through Netflix and settling and like, <gasps> yes, like I knew going that. Yes. Yeah. And now in this one, so we're going to jump. Remember, there's a bonus round. Um, so the product placement, like, it is Netflix again. And what I love, like, it's not just they pick a Christmas friends. They pick a Christmas friends. talk about how it's the greatest movie of all time. She sobs watching it. And the best part about this, it like, I can't believe they couldn't tweak this, like, in, in post. So, you know, how, like, when you turn on a Netflix movie, the star rating comes up. And it's a star rating based on, like, what you've watched or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's out of five stars. And a Christmas Prince in this movie only has four stars.
1: But wait, it's not stars anymore. It's percentages. Oh,
2: but I feel like the screenshot I remember seeing was like four stars out of five. Whoa. So but remember, this go- movie was filmed like eight months ago.
1: It's it's been percentages for a while because I've been Mm. upset about it ever since it happened. Oh, okay, okay. Some of us took a really long time to cultivate our ratings so that our stars and our recommendations Mm. would be accurate, and then they just threw them out the window and gave everything percentages. That being said, I will be going back and looking at that. (laughs)
2: Okay. See, I think I told you I I don't rate movies on Netflix because I don't – it just isn't going to work out. Because my problem is, if I were to rate movies based on like, it's in part why, you know, we we do quality of life, quality of film, because like, I, if I like, well, WrestleMania is a bad example, because that would be five stars out of five, but like another talking dog movie, <laughs> yeah. that's terrible, I should give one star. But if I give it one star, Netflix is going to think I don't want talking dog movies, and they're going to stop recommending them to me. Yep. So it was always a challenge. So I just would never rated movies is how I went, went through that.
1: That makes sense, because look what ended up happening. Now there's these percentages yeah. that don't mean anything. Chaos reigns. Uh, other bonuses. Public domain holiday songs. There were a lot of mm. holiday songs. There but were. Would you consider those public domain? Oh,
2: yeah. They, well, because it was Deck the Halls is public domain. The Nutcr- <laughs> yeah, Anytime you hear real. any music from the Nutcracker, it's because it's public domain. So they're going to use it. That's why you hear Nutcracker Suite or, or Sugar Plum Fairies in pretty much every Christmas movie. Uh and Carol of the Bells is also not That's something you true. have to pay for. And mm-hmm. um and they play that on the piano. I, I yeah. love and hate Carol of the Bells. I actually like I'm afraid of it. I think it's so scary sounding. And every time I hear it I think of a bunch of children with ice picks running after me.
1: Jeez. Yeah. yeah. That's
2: dark. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that in a past life I was murdered while that song was playing.
1: I, I mean, it is kind of an ominous song,
2: isn't it? It's the minor key that just keeps building and building and building. <sighs> All right, other bonuses: the cloying child. I think we both liked the kid. She was okay. She was,
1: yeah, she was fine. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, ice skating. Yeah, just like in the opening city montage, you saw some ice skating, but that was it. Yeah. Um, Canadianisms. I didn't catch any. Did you? No. Yeah, same. Uh, characters with Christmas names. No, but can we talk about the idea of a Queen Stacy? <laughs> yes.
1: Right. That is funny, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like
2: in the other Christmas movie it's a Queen Amber, which equally like just such modern American names that just do not sound right as Queen.
1: No. Yeah. Uh I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Because that's true. Like she is now.
2: Yeah, she's going to be Queen Stacy. Yeah uh christmas the rest i don't think we had i don't think we had christmas christmas tree lighting karaoke or um actors not knowing how to pretend to hold a coffee cup that doesn't actually have coffee in it
1: no there was i thought like all the cup work was pretty solid yeah
2: yeah um more experience here than i guess other movies where uh some of them really need to go to cup holding school
1: yeah like learn to hold a cup yeah seriously uh, all right, and then
2: I'll uh, go into a IMDb review. I'd like to pull up one that amuses me. There are a lot of reviews for this movie. Are uh, there really? Yeah, yeah. I, again, like, people like the Netflix, so they watch them, and they write I about them. So. so this one comes to us courtesy of Malin Svensson-Hofoss, whose uh, the title of her review is Even Made a Grinch Like Me Cry and Feel That y- Tide Spirit. Uh, yuletide spelled y-u-e-e-l-l-t-i-d-e like fuel tide Uh, okay you ready to hear what malin thought about this movie
1: i mean that was just enough i can't wait to hear what else she has to say
2: christine malin says i hate christmas movies and i don't like christmas but i loved this movie it is a simple movie Simple script, simple acting. Although the acting actually is more than good enough. Sam Palladio was basically born to play Prince Charming, and Vanessa is decent and at times more than so. But it is the simpleness and the essence of this movie that will bring you a smile on your face and maybe even a tear. The classic, but never to never to turn old love is the most important thing. Even I, a Grinch, can't not admit its effect. A wonderful, sometimes funny, always heartwarming, and easygoing Christmas movie for me and to all. Uh... I spend way too much time reading. IMTV movie reviews by users I need to stop it's a problem but I can't stop it's like that period of time when I discovered public access TV and couldn't stop watching
1: it's Mm -hmm. dangerous
2: it's genuinely dangerous but I can't help myself I just can't
1: that was a weird review it's very weird and I want to know more it's like taking a big stance and then like going out of its way to not back it up
2: very much there are 107 user reviews on this one I do not know why so many, because it's not that memorable a movie. But I, 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 I you know, it, it somehow I guess struck a nerve for 107 people.
1: I, it wasn't awful, but it was it was overlong and boring. Yes, yes,
2: yeah. It, I mean, in the in my rankings, you know, I kind of put together. My list of where it falls. This I have pretty low this year. I think this one I put at number 10 out of 14 for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I might even bump that back to 11. Christmas and. Yeah. Because it's just. For again, I feel like Netflix almost at this point should be held to a higher standard because they don't have the same restrictions that Hallmark mm-hmm. does. Like they can have a little bit riskier content without necessarily like it being an R-rated thing like they're just not as beholden to network standards. Yep. Um, you know, so they can like talk about sex a little more, do something. They have a little more money. They clearly have, you know, slightly bigger actors. And when I look at this next to the other two Netflix ones I did this year, which were Holiday Calendar and um Christmas Prince 2 and Christmas Chronicles if you want to count that one the other two romances were so much better and just more interesting and had something to them that this one just doesn't. So this one felt like it could have been a Hallmark movie. And I don't say that in a good way.
1: Yeah. It's a bummer. Like I kind of was hoping it would be more, more fun, whether because it was genuinely good or because it was like stupid and goofy. It just, it just didn't bring the fun.
2: Yeah. I hear you. But I still had fun talking about it with you.
1: Oh, always yeah i'm glad i watched it <laughs> um
2: now okay here's um i really always like to put like ultimatums up to uh whoever i'm podcasting with so i want to ask you uh we watched you watch two of these movies uh for this show this year yes. you watch this one and you watch ghosts of girlfriends past uh if you had to unsee one of them which one would it have been
1: uh, Girlfriend's Past. Okay. Just because it was so bad. It was... And it made me mad. Yes. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, this one was just kind of, like, there. Yeah. And I might forget that I ever watched it, which, I mean, is whatever. It's just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But the other one, like, brings... Like, it makes me, like, make a crinkle angry face when I think yeah. about it.
2: I'm I'm with you. Because the other one, as much as, like... To compare it to something like the Golden Retriever Christmas movie I did this year with Kevin, where (laughs) it's really dumb and it's it's a terrible movie, but it's so bad that it is enjoyable, Mm -hmm. Uh, whereas you're right, Girlfriends of Christmas Past is... Bad and inept and mean and has a weird streak to it and I think is very hateful towards women and all those things. So,
1: Yeah, yeah. It takes some weird stances that I just don't need to see in a lighthearted movie. Yeah, it also it didn't make any sense.
2: Uh, well, movie. I would like you to put something on your calendar for next year because when, uh, in 11 months, I have to start, you know, stocking stuff for season all over again. Uh, I am pleased to inform you that a Christmas Kiss Two is on Hulu, <gasps> and I'm sure it will stay there for a while. So I, you know, am going to say right off the bat, you know, I don't like to usually plan too much ahead, but I'm totally planning ahead that you and I are doing a Christmas Kiss Two next year.
1: Okay. Well, I won't remember anything about the first one.
2: (laughs) You say that. But then a character is going to pick up a coffee cup as if it has coffee in it, only not acting as if it has coffee in it. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that
1: movie. It's all coming back like that Celine Dion song.
2: (laughs) All right. That was The Princess Switch, which is on Netflix. We don't particularly recommend it, but we hope you had a good time with us anyway. Bye. Uh, do you want to give any like parting New Year's wishes or oh. holiday things to people while you leave, Christine? Or you're just saying bye?
1: I don't know. Don't want. Don't watch this movie. <laughs> I I haven't seen that Prince one. Maybe give that one a try it's instead. Better. People seem to like it. Yeah. That one person that watched it like 800 times or whatever. <laughs> um, you know what? Have a good New Year, and not to really... mention
2: that a character in the movie we watch seemed to really enjoy it as well. So, if you don't take our word for it, take Vanessa Hudgens' number two's word for it, right?
1: Yes, Duchess Vanessa Hudgens seemed to really do <laughs> <make> it.
2: <laughs> One out of two Vanessa Hudgensons really enjoyed a Christmas Prince too. So,
1: I mean, so like just whatever, do it. Why? Not? Um, I don't celebrate the Christmas. I'm not really into it that much. Um, But if you do, that's cool. If you celebrate something else, that's cool. If you don't celebrate anything and you just want to eat a whole pie, like, just fucking do it. That's what I'm going to do. I think
2: this episode is going to be released on Christmas Day.
1: (laughs) (gasps) Well, I mean... Good on you, everyone. <laughs> but,
2: you know, the people deserve your voice on this day, whether they celebrate Christmas or don't. Because if they don't celebrate it, it's probably a really annoying day because they're dealing with everybody else celebrating it and everything is closed. And it's like when I want to order Chinese food on Easter and suddenly I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't realize the Chinese food place celebrated Easter and now I can't get Chinese food. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we hope you enjoy, Christine. Uh, this was my gift to you people, Christine talking about Vanessa Hudgens.
1: I'm, I wish it was more fun to talk about but oh, this movie well. boring. No. <laughs>
2: all right well happy holidays folks yeah goodbye i'm
0: spending christmas with my prince ever since we met each day is christmas with my prince i won't forget these moments feeling safe and warm even in the storm Snow Calling Christmas with my prince Decorating everything It's Christmas with my prince It's so romantic when you're sitting by the fire With your heart's desire Popcorn's dreaming Carolers singing He never looked so dashing Wearing his velvet suit He says that I look smashing, I say he just looks cute. I'm spending Christmas with my prince, mince pie, presents piled high, means it's Christmas with my prince, and hand in hand we're standing at our perfect tree, happy as can be. Still snowing, I'm still glowing.